So hi, this is Sean. This is Kevin. And this is the one other thing. Welcome. Bonus episode. <laughs> Two in one day. Oh my lordy. So uh, before we jump into this bonus episode that is going to be uh, largely devoted to talking about the 100 games you should play before you die, uh, yep. before we do that, Kevin, how does somebody contact us? You contact us through uh, email, toot at tootcast.net, uh, or you can go to our website, tootcast.net. Um, now that I'm speaking, I'm probably thinking that we should probably get a Twitter feed at some point for people contacting us. Uh, I'll probably do that soon. And um, please do me a favor. If you listen to our show, please make a comment. That would really help out. Absolutely. Positive or negative. <laughs> yeah, we'd love to hear from you, especially if it's positive. But, you know, yes. if you have to, go ahead and let it out, I guess. Yes, tell us how you feel. So uh, thank you for that. Well, uh, again, I alluded to a list in the last uh, episode, but uh, it turns out lists take up time. But uh, you've somehow found a list of, well, it sounds like you found two lists of the 100 uh, games kind of lists. And the first one is the 100 games to play before you die. Yes. So uh, correct me if I'm wrong here. This can be pretty much any console, any system. Any time. Any, anything of all yeah, time. Yeah, I've... I've skimmed the list. I haven't seen scrolled all the way down to the bottom, but I did see like games, arcade games. That's fantastic. It, so it goes back. Well, you know, you know, I'm suspecting between the two of us, we've played a large number of these games, but I'm absolutely certain there'll be a lot that we haven't as well. So um, we'll, you know, go through the list and talk about them, and uh, if we have any experience, we'll share it. If not, we'll move right along, basically. So, uh, what's the first one on our list here? Uh, the Legend of Dragoon on the PS1. I never played it. I'm, I'm loosely aware of it, but I never actually played it. Yeah, unfortunately, I missed the PlayStation 1 era. Oh, I was doing something else. Or, I, what's that? <laughs> I like my PS1, but yeah. I like that you were doing something else during the PS1 era. Yeah, I think I was playing Dreamcast. I forget. Mm -hmm. I think Dreamcast were out at the same time. Yeah. And that's probably what I had at the time, because I thought that was the next big thing. I'm sorry, it wasn't, but it's, oh. it's got renewed vigor in the uh, emulation days, because the Dreamcast did have a few things that the PlayStation 1 and 2 didn't have, and that was actually 3D modeling, which it can do. It was superior for that, but the PlayStation 1 had way better colors, and you, can have, you know the games could be more, you know, had more memory. Since there was like a year apart between, I believe, the PlayStation 2 and the Dreamcast. But people love still play. I see playthroughs of Dreamcast all the time now. Yeah, people love that game. system. I didn't have one, but people loved it. I've seen comparisons of some, not all, but some games where they release on both systems, on the PlayStation and the Dreamcast. Yep. And in some cases, the Dreamcast does look better. I believe. So it's comparative. It really is comparative. Like Echo the Dolphin had better colors, but then uh, the PlayStation had better water effects. So it's like give and take in yep. each system with their powerful love. That's what I like about the modern uh, system is because the limits are far less. Back then, you had to really get all the power out of the devices. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, you had yeah. to find tricks. And... Creative ways to squeeze every last bit of it, yeah. Yes. So I'm kind of happier that people, can, their vision can be more realized than they used to be. It was, uh, I saw a meme once that was a picture of Super Mario Brothers, and it simply said, uh, Super Mario Brothers was written in 256 kilobytes. This picture is one megabyte. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just to put it in perspective. Yes, Super Mario Brothers fits in this picture. Yeah, pretty much. The game, it will fit in here. So what's next on our list? Perfect Dark for the Nintendo 64. Now that I do have some experience with. That was basically the uh, sequel, if you will, the unofficial sequel to the uh, GoldenEye. 
Oh, okay. Game, which uh, GoldenEye 64. 64 was a special system. I love my 64. I have my 64, and I will probably never let go of my 64. Um, weirdest controllers ever, but uh, it worked. And uh, GoldenEye was a very, very special game. Perfect Dark was special too because it introduced something that was love, and that would be bots. Uh, let you program bots and or use bots basically to run around and shoot. And uh, well, let's face it, who doesn't love running around and shooting bots? They're dumb. They stand there. They let you shoot them in the head. Generally, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I had a bad habit when I was younger to only have one console at a time. And when I was done with the console, like I had the Nintendo 64, I probably had a handful of games for it. One of them was Zelda: Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have GoldenEye. Uh, I didn't have friends back then, so I didn't, didn't have any game, reason to play multiplayer games. And that's what the 64 <laughs> was all about, actually. So I traded that in to GameStop, and I got an Xbox. Gotcha. So that's what I traded in again. And I don't re regret the Xbox. The very first Xbox was amazing. Um, but, you know, years later, you, uh, I, um, you do get a little sad that, like, oh, I traded that in. I was really worried about, you know, a couple hundred bucks back then. You know, it makes me a little sad that I needed that money. To afford the Xbox. Well, of course, that. yeah, but I mean, yeah, it, honestly, though, it would have just taken up space all these years, and I'm not kidding. If I pull it out, if I pull out the 64 once a year, it's a lot. Yeah, the problem is it's most awesome, systems can be emulated well, mm -hmm. and the Nintendo 64 was a special use case where it's difficult to emulate those games. Sure. Well, haven't I done, have I done that with you yet? Pulled out the 64 and Yeah, we played it in the other room, and we played a few games. Yeah. what we played... But uh, I usually go through yeah. like the cycle of them. One, you got to play the wrestling game for absolutely, yes. positively. I do like yeah, WCW was it was great. Um, but yeah, there's a whole set of them. We'll save that for another another time because we'll never get through our list. Yeah, yeah. Literally on 99, I see. Yeah, 99. So we only have you know, I, I think 98. I'm yeah, not good at math. There's more. a bunch of bottles of beer on the wall. I'm <laughs> <Yes>. sure of it. <laughs> Yeah, so this is a hundred and one games before nine, not a hundred. So this uh, this list is wow, one it's many. a bonus list with on our bonus episode. <laughs> it's meant to be. So yeah, they really wanted to get to the Legend of Dragoon on the list. So well, it's like, interesting. We had to add that. Perfect Dark was good, and that's weighing in at a hundred. So uh, it, it's interesting. Uh, number ninety nine is Jet Set Radio on the Dreamcast. I have not played it, but I am loosely aware of it. I'm loosely aware of it, too. I believe you skate it and you spray-painted things. Yep. That's all I remember about it. That's pretty much what I remember. You basically uh, rollerblade around and you tag things, I guess. Yeah, so I don't think this list is the best 100 games. I think it's the good games because they're unique in some way that you should play them. Sure. Well, I can't say. I mean, maybe they're right. Maybe yeah. I should play that before I die. Number 98, I have played Halfway, Undertale on the PC. I'm aware of it. I have not played it. The game, as it turns out, um, I'm going to eventually play this game because the game is supposed to mess with you. So it feels like a role-playing game, but you play a certain way. And it's one of those games you actually have to supposed to play more than once. And I believe, and I could be wrong, but I believe if you just totally lose your mind and kill everyone and restart the game... I forget what happens. It's either one of all the people are there and they can't believe you and they make them go through this again. That's great. <laughs> or like no one's there. I forget what it is, but there's some mind stuff in the game that messes with you based on how you play. Oh, that's great. And sometimes you got to play it multiple times and really get all the story. And knowing me, I'll kill everybody because I have a tendency. And you can play that game without killing anyone from right here. There's a passive playthrough. 
Yeah, you know, I'll never find that. You never find that. Yeah. But yeah, so I think you would get the bad ending technically. I think. But I again, I don't know. I don't know enough about the game, other than a few minute playthroughs I've seen, and I have started the game, and it and it's like very old school when you play it. The top down RPG, you know, and you're just going through little like room to room like Zelda, the original Zelda. So it looks very much like that. I'll have, be worth playing. I'll have to check it out. Um, you, you make me think, though. I've got to go back to my uh, Outer Worlds experiment where uh, I played through that game. It was a good game. It was yeah. short, but it was a good game. And uh, then I started a playthrough where I literally killed everybody. All must die. <laughs> and uh, it was fantastic. And uh, hard to do missions because, well, you need people for missions, so I just yeah. generally shoot them. And uh, the ship started referring to me as a homicidal maniac <laughs> and just being weird with me. And I absolutely yeah. enjoyed that. So I wanted to see where that led as I continued to literally kill everything I moved. Yeah, I'm looking forward mm -hmm. to everything Obsidian does in the next couple of years because they know how to interject humor into the game and still make the game fun and kind of, you know. Well, you said something about Outer Worlds, and it may have even applied to Fallout, I don't know, but if you had a low enough intelligence, you'd get different dialogue options? You, I know Fallout 3, <laughs> and I think, yeah, Fallout New Vegas. I'm not sure about Fallout 4, but yeah, if you make your intelligence like 1, there are some answers you just say, ugh. Yeah, that's <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So you basically don't understand anybody's saying. Yeah. You know? That is great. It's kind of like, I don't know if you, you probably never played Portal 2, but in the opening sequence of the game, they mess with you in the game, and the robot asks you to speak, and, and dialogue says, press the space bar to speak. You hit the space bar, and you jump, because that's what the space bar does by default. Yeah. And he goes, what you're doing there is jumping. <laughs> you can just, so yeah, he goes, yeah, brain damage. You got brain damage. It's clear. <laughs> that's People awesome. speak in the game. Yeah. So Portal 2, I'm pretty sure is on this list. I like the way South Park dealt with the uh, not speaking better. What was that? Remind me. Is that that the... was when the Cartman decides to name you in the beginning. Oh, and yeah. And it's like, so what's your name? Like, why aren't you saying anything? <laughs> why won't you talk to me? Maybe I should just call you Captain Douchebag or yeah. something. Oh, yeah. Act. I remember that now. Yes. And, uh, okay, I guess that's your name if you're not going to say anything. So <laughs> Douchebag it is. Oh, yeah. Now, your rank went up in the game. You actually become like General Douchebag by the end of the game, I think. Yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That, that game was awesome. That's a great bit, though. Definitely better than the sequel by a little bit, but the sequel's worth playing. Those games are actually, they're solid. Um, I yeah. have to kind of go back to those as well, too, but I mean, it felt like I was playing the cartoon. I mean, it, yeah. it really had a good feel to it, and it was fun. It made yeah. you laugh. And the game surprised the hell of you when you went to Canada. It was yeah, it made me laugh out loud yeah. when I went to Canada. <laughs> You're like, that and, is uh, awesome. And it's got the typical it's wrong. Yeah. It's, it's a soft park, so it's just wrong. It's just wrong. I love it. Man, they, they made the game play like the T V show. They really did. That was amazing. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Uh, number ninety seven is Shenmue one and two. Shenmue three is out now, and that'll never be on this list. But Shenmue one and two, I played them both. Really? And uh, this is one of the games I had on the Dreamcast. And I don't think it sold well when it came out. But it's one of those games that if they did it, put this game out like five years later, it'd be a giant hit. They did things in this game that just is I'm now taken for granted now. I'm unfamiliar with the Shenmue series, I guess. So what exactly kind of game was this? Shenmue was like one of the first open world games that played, I don't know what you could play, what's similar to like the Witcher series, but in Tokyo. Okay. So you're walking around, and you're having dialogue with people, and there's like, you know, you end up going to towns, there's little missions where you can ride motorcycles, and it's pretty good graphic at the time, so it's all 3D, 
um, acted. And there were some quick time events people didn't like, but then you can fight people. You can go to a random store, play an arcade game. Nice. A real arcade game that takes you out of the game. So it had little mini games in it. And at that time, I don't know what year this was, 98? Uh, it just those games didn't exist. Yeah, it was yeah. a totally new kind of game that people was like, "What gigantic, is this?" Yeah. Gargantuan. It was. I think it was a two disc set uh, for the first Shenmue mm-hmm. game, and it's complete story. Shenmue one and two and three. There was some crowdfunding to get Shenmue three made, and the guy made it exactly like Shenmue one and two, which doesn't hold up anymore. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't hold up. So no one liked the new game that came out at all. So it was authentic to the goal in a manner of speaking, but yes, careful what you wish for. You careful might what just you might get for. it. So it was a great game. So it had martial arts, it had story, it had you can walk around and interact with just about everything in the environment, missions. It, it was you had a job where you had to ride a drive a forklift, and you know it's but it looked like the graphics on a Grand Theft Auto three. You know it was that's pretty awesome, good looking and interesting and beautiful music and yeah. so you say it belongs on this list. I like it. I yes, it is one. This should be played just because, especially if somebody would have played at the time. People weren't wild enough for some reason mm-hmm. but years later people look back and say wow that game really started something new yeah i didn't watch freaks and geeks when it was on air and it was no, phenomenal. I regret that too. one of the best shows ever it really was yeah no one else watched it unfortunately i know it's, it's a shame i mean good moral lessons and they explained them well without being condescending and it was yeah. just funny but it did uh, start a bunch of great careers in my opinion it really did but yeah. check out freaks and geeks if you have the means yes. Freaks and Geeks is worth watching. It's only, it wasn't even a full season, was it? It was like eight episodes. Yeah, it wasn't long enough, but I mean, yeah. it was truly well done. Yeah. It's, it, Bravo. I think the tagline, this is the high school for everybody else, and I agree with them. Because none of those high school and stay by the bell, that was not my childhood. Yeah. This oh, was yeah, closer. You know, people playing Dungeons and Dragons in their basement, you know. Yep. That was me. <laughs> I was a geek. Probably a freak, too. I wore a jacket every day to work that long story. Uh, 96. <laughs> uh, Galaga on the arcade. Yeah, do you have to play Galaga before you die? I mean, I you get didn't it. Have to. I like Galaga. It was, I mean, it was the shit for its time. Yeah, but remember, this is 96, so this is not like the top 10 games you play of all time. No, no, I hear you. Um, could you live your life and not play Galaga? I suppose not. Just, I mean, I suppose you got to play it just so you can well, reference like games from people with me <laughs> it was well it was an upgrade to what was the other game that came out before it where you're just shooting straight up um uh space invaders space invaders yeah so it's like an upgraded version of space invaders where things more were flying at you so it was a little bit more upgraded all right so what's uh next on the list uh, yeah 94 is parappa the rapper on the playstation one that's 95 what oh 95 sorry 95 uh yeah Parappa the Rapper is... Uh, I, I know the game. I don't know. I believe I know this game. This is a rhythm game. It is a rhythm game. That's a must-play. And all you need to do is be nice and friendly. He, um, needs, he wants to win over a flower. This game <laughs> is something my nephew had. And I can't remember how you play it, but I think you press buttons to make him sing, basically. And there's songs on each level. And wow. I... For, to this day, I remember that all you need to do is to be nice and friendly, because those were lyrics from that game. And it was a surreal experience, to say the least. I don't know so much I'd recommend it. I'd recommend it to you as a lark, but um, I, I don't know so much I would be like, wow, absolutely have to play that game, but I'll say it this way. If I 
come across the means to play it again, I'll give it another try based on this list and the fact that I find it hysterical. Wow. Um, I haven't played any um, the GBC. Is that Game Boy Cube? Or I'm guessing Game it's the Boy GameCube, not Game the Game Boy Color, but it uh, could be the Game Boy Color. Azure Dreams is 94. No idea. It doesn't, yeah, got nothing on that. Probably an RPG of some kind. It looks like, yeah, in a JRPG. Number 93 is Tomb Raider, the original Tomb Raider. The I played PS1. OG PS1. I had a problem in Tomb Raider that I could not seem to overcome, and that was something about the mechanics of diving off of things very high. Yeah, it was weird. Regardless of the results, were awesome to me, so I enjoyed it. So I would basically just play long enough to get to something very high and then dive off of it and typically just die immediately from impact. Yeah, I never completed either. I just climbed ledges. Yeah. And if you climb a certain way, your back leg would climb up and do some sort of weird, like, yeah, it was just weird. Like a weird somersault. Yeah, weird backward somersault while you're climbing things. I'm like, this is just weird. I can just do this all day, though. Yeah, that's how I felt about the diving and dying. Yeah. yeah. So it's not a game that you complete, but you got to play it. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed that. I... It sounds like a bad time, guys, but I'm yeah. telling you, I would restart and be like, hmm, I guess I'll climb back up and dive again. So yeah. it was enjoyable. And the graphics remind me of there's a game that probably came out a similar time, Alone in the Dark, that kind of had like this weird camera view. I'm aware of them. Like I that. never played them, but it had a, a haunted house kind of creepy vibe. It did. I think they actually released a movie that everyone hated, or it was a movie or a new video game. I forget. Something really. I think like, there wasn't a lot of the dark movie, and yeah. everybody was like, "Seriously, when yeah. will you learn?" Yeah, I'm pretty sure Mark Wahlberg was in it because he ruins all video game movies. The odds of making a good video game movie are extremely against. It's not high. It can happen. Um, I'm not saying it's impossible. It, yeah, it doesn't always happen. Usually, it doesn't happen. Um, so, Some people love the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies, I'm just saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, they're, they're what they are. I they're didn't. okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, no, I mean, that's a whole nother topic, but we'll never get through this list, yes. so we're only at 92. Devil May Cry 3 on the PS2. On PS2? I'm aware. Did you play any of the Devil May Cry games? I have not. I played the first one a little bit, a real little bit, and I enjoyed it. It was, you know, you jump around, you swing your sword and stuff. Um, the mechanics were... Uh, it was fun enough, but it never took me, so I never played very far. 91 is Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater, which I already know is released in 2004. Cause it's not too about That's this. pretty awesome. <laughs> now, have you played any of the uh, Metal Gear games? I played some free one that was out, that PlayStation 4 put out. And it, you kind of like, you know, you had a task, you had to go on this task, sneak around, and kind of like kill people, you know, in stealth. And I, I was like, I wasn't that impressed with it. Sure. But I hear that's not the one to be impressed with. I forget which one. There's one uh, that Metal Gear Solid where you they like turn the tides on you. Where you it's well known now, so I don't think it's a spoiler. We play the entire game as one character, but you find out you were just in a simulation. Somebody else was playing you, so you play a totally different character again through the entire game from a different perspective. Oh, nice. So I one of the Metal Gears. That's the only one I really heard that was awesome, but I. Really not super familiar. I beat the first Metal Gear. I mean the OG Nintendo Entertainment System oh. Metal Gear. I wonder if um, it's the same series. I don't remember. Oh, it's entirely. I don't remember if I beat the uh, second uh, game on this. And I just uh, bought a PS4 Metal Gear. I don't know which one. But uh, it was like 3 bucks. So yeah. I had to do it. Hmm. Tried eventually. I didn't even install it yet. Let's uh -oh. see what number 90 number is. Number 90, I'll let you take this one. Diablo 2 at number 90. Yeah. Um, 
All I can say is I am willing to wager right now that's way too low on the list. Yeah, it is. I think more people will play it once they do the remaster, which is definitely happening. I can't wait. I'll believe it when I see it, but yeah, that is well worth it. It was great. Um, yeah, I'll wait for Diablo 2. Uh-oh, 89. Which, in my opinion, you can't play the uh, PC version of Halo. You need to play the Xbox version of Halo, because there's something, I don't even remember the first Xbox, has a gargantuan controller. Yeah. It was this huge thing, and you're just playing, and I don't know, it felt cool when you're playing it, because Halo really made playing shooters on a controller, you can stomach it, you know, because before that, it was just mouse and keyboard I'm to shoot. A, yeah, I'm a mouse and keyboard guy. That's like sacrilege to me. It's like speaking another language. That converted me, and I think as Halo is one of the popularized the fact that you can actually shoot with the controller. Yeah, it's, it's a weird trigger. to me. I like using the triggers as a gun. It's so weird to me. And no, I hear, I hear the PlayStation 5, it's going to feel like a trigger. It's going to have... Recoil of some kind? Recoil, not just recoil, but you know it'll feel more difficult to pull on certain things. Like if you're doing a bow and arrow, you're supposed to feel the tension of it. Oh, that's pretty groovy. So it's going to be all this feedback. In the so it'll finally be like the, uh, me pressing harder actually will make my yes. car go a little faster. It's like hit harder, yes. yes. Just drive faster, yes. You'll... I've been doing that well, my whole life, just in case. Just in case. You've been preparing for the Blazer 5 I've been getting life. ready for this technology. Uh, 88 is Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag on the PlayStation 3, they mentioned, but I believe they released this also on a PC. Um, I have played all of the Assassin's Creed's up till then. So we Assassin's Creed, and there was like five, even though it's number four, there was like six of them before that. So yeah. it's reasonable to presume that uh, you like the series. I like the series. There's some things that are too tedious in it, because you just got, every time you get a new area, you got to climb a tower to, to get a map of the area. Get all your side quests, jump down, and repeat. Yeah. There's, there's something you got to repeat, and uh, people, I know people love Black Flag because it's pirates, and people love sailing. It was different than the normal Assassin's Creed, yeah. and this is considered one of the best Assassin's Creeds. Uh, I prefer the Assassin's Creed 2 that took place in Rome and Florence because they uh, Forenza and Roma. Mm -hmm. and, oh yeah, shout uh, out to Florence. Because uh, they did a excellent job capturing. They went. And, took all the buildings, they try to put them in the game exactly how they are in real That's life. That's great. I would love that. I would love to, to just jog my memory and walk down that, those streets. And I was playing with Charlize. Charlize lived there for a year. I was playing with her, and she goes, I used to live right around that corner. I can see it right now where I used to live. Oh, that's awesome. Because the game, the scale's not 100%, but it's close enough where you could find your way around. It had the bridge where all the market was. Charlie uh, will tell me what name it was. She knows all that stuff. It's killing me that I can't come up with the name of that family. It's absolutely breaking my heart, but it, yeah. it'll come to me eventually. Yeah, Charlie's would know. But yeah, it had that I bridge in the game. But back then, but in the game, it's like it was back then. It's stinky, smelly. You know, you, there's oh, yeah. some fish there. Uh, but yeah, you can climb everywhere. And, you know, Venice, you can go all those places. And they had placards on all the buildings. So you could go to the placard, and it'll tell you the entire history of that building. It's driving me coming. Uh, the Medici. 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 Sorry, Medici. Um, that's Medici. It. That's what Medici. it is, yeah. Yes. Um, and in fact, it's killing me. Yeah. So you, know, you, you know, people are yelling at their computers yeah, like, you idiots! Yes, you idiots! Don't you know history? Um, <laughs> so I would joke to Charlize because she wants to take me to Italy. I'm like, I've been there. That's fantastic. I've seen everything yeah. I want to see. I climbed on top of buildings. That's I can't yeah. go did in you, there. Did you not, climb the Coliseum? Yeah. Because I did. I did. Yes, I climbed all the way to the top. I killed people in it. I, yeah, going there in real life is 
yeah. playing by computer. I can say yeah, I did not get to kill. I, I did not get to kill anybody yeah. in the Coliseum, nor did I get to climb yeah. climb it really. So. So that game is, and I think it's pretty cheap now. On like Steam, I think I purchased a pack of the first of three games. I may have an Assassin's Creed game for free. I don't know which one though. So Assassin's Creed Two, Assassin's Creed One is really tedious. It's still kind of worth playing. But Assassin's Creed Two is the one that takes all place in Italy. Uh, there's a couple of different Assassin's Creed Two versions. They're all worth playing, just because it's such a well done view of Italy. Nice. It's just well done in a video game, and it feels so good and real, and it's, it's neat. And the fact that Charlize recognized the Duomo that she was staying by, and uh, she's like, "Yeah, yeah I stayed right next to that." And I'm like, "I stayed. I, that's where I lived." She would point in the game. I lived right in that apartment. <laughs> you know, I may have mentioned this, but I always make the argument: going ignorant. Yeah. Because going to Italy, we had the choice. You know, I could have read up on Italy, and ahead of time. And made sure I didn't miss anything. But we were part of a tour, so I said, no, I'm yeah. going to go in ignorant because I want the wow factor. Yes. And coming across the Duomo, yeah. you know, I have a picture from two blocks away. We found it at night because Nichols and I were roaming around and uh, found the Duomo. And, I mean, talk about breathtaking. It's yeah. just unbelievable. And, I mean, seriously, if God has a house, that's where that man lives. Yeah. And I don't know if you know this, but there's like secret crypts underneath where a bunch of assassins lived. Oh, wait a minute, that's the game. That's Never mind. Game, yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, but it's good stuff. Yeah, so I, I would play Assassin's Creed 4. Um, I haven't finished Assassin's Creed 3, which takes place, I believe, in like early America, Boston. So once I complete that one, I'll, and each game iteration definitely is what improved over the previous one. Some people are complaining about the latest one. But apart from that, these are supposed to be really good games. And I believe the newest one that's coming out is a Viking one. Yeah. So that looks pretty cool. Yep, I read that. People are looking forward to it. Oh, 87, Alien Isolation. There were some a lot of Aliens games over the years, and they all were terrible. Yep. Until this game came out. they I believe they gave them access to all the original like assets when the, from the very first movie in 1979. Oh, wow. And when you play this game... It looks like you're in that very first... I've seen bits of it, and it's cre- it's got the creepy factor. It's creepy. The game is too long. And that's what people mostly complain about the game. The game is too long, but worth playing because you when you hear you see that alien, you can see the yeah, tracker, the yeah, yeah. you've got to hide. Oh, yeah. Game over, man. Yeah. Game over, man. I, I just watch all the alien movies again because I, I celebrate all of them. Yeah. All oh, of them. Shit was great. Yeah, I love that movie. Game over, man. Wait. Now, when you say all of that, do you mean like Prometheus and all that as well? Even though there's a meme on the Prometheus uh, running away from things, because she ran, you know, it's a disc, and she runs away, falling the disc, and dies. So that's a meme. So there were some dumb moments in there. I'm sad, because the game, the movie is well shot, it's beautiful looking, I like the lore, but he unfortunately cut out all the best stuff that made the movie make sense. Gotcha. And the Prometheus school of running away from things... Also, bro- so the movie could have been so good. Could have been so good. But I like watching it only because I fill in the Charlize gaps with my own, like, oh. imagination. What's that? I said because Charlize is in it. Charlize um, Theron. Oh, yeah. I went to the last her entire catalog, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the ga- I do like them. Um, but, yeah, they're not great movies. They're not. Yeah, I wasn't particularly fond of them. No, but all the original Alien movies were far superior. Even one with uh, Ron Perlman. I agree with the uh, earlier Alien movies. I enjoyed this. Um, uh, they, I know I've seen the first one. I'll be honest, I don't remember. The first one is his own kind of movie. The rest all took James Cameron's view 
yeah. vision from the second movie on and made it more like an action flick. The first movie was dark. <laughs> All right, so we have 86 coming up next. What is that one going So 86? 86 is Streets of Rage. On the Mega Drive. Oh, was the Mega Drive the CD player for the... Uh... No, I think the Mega Drive was just what they call the Sega... Some people call it Genesis, some yeah. people call it Mega Drive. I think it's the exact same system. Oh, okay, kind of like the Famicom. And, yeah, because uh... I think it said... The, some people call it... I think it depends on part of the world you're on. Yeah. Some said Genesis, some said Mega Drive on them. Oh, I got you. The same thing. I got you. Okay, so yeah. That's yeah. uh, Famicom is what we know as the yeah. Nintendo and Nintendo. And the Sega CD is what the CD was. So. Oh, so I'll be able to pick that one out. Yeah. <laughs> So Streets of Rage, I'm aware of it. Um, um, I may or may not have played it. I mean, it's a. Um, I, I think of uh, Final Fight is I think the first game like that I played where you basically you scroll to the right and punch everything. Yeah, that looks like double dragon is. kind of thing. Yeah. Apparently, there's a memorable si soundtrack in this one. Yeah, I've heard that before, know. and um, that I always would... makes me laugh because <laughs> people are like, man, the soundtrack's the best, and then I listen and I'm like, really? But I have to I actually uh, Final Fantasy VII remake. Awesome, yeah. awesome work on the soundtrack. I am not kidding. I mean, really good work. Hmm. I gotta play that. Yeah. Because I, you, you let me borrow a copy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta play that. Uh, it's a good game. I, I, I endorse that. I will give that a. Um, I'm not giving you anywhere near. Uh, I'm gonna give you a seven for right now, and the reason being is making it more than one game. Yeah. It's a great game. It probably deserves like an eight and a half, maybe a nine. Yeah. But uh, I'm not gonna do it. 85 is an, an Amiga game, uh, fa Fantasy World Dizzy. I um, got nothing. Me neither. I um, I used to go to these swap meets where people would trade games. Okay. And it was always Commodore 64 people on one side of the room and Amiga people on the other side of the room. Okay. So, so I swap a bunch of games with people at, at the one side. Then everyone immediately would go over to the Amiga side and watch the Amiga. And the Amiga was pretty much a demo system. They had a handful of games. Not like the Commodore. Commodore 4 still holds the world record for most video games. In I system. know that, yeah. Most games... I still play them. But Amiga was beautiful. It was beautiful. And for its time, did it, they like hold up their pinky on that side? I or? can tell you that the, the one CGI scene in Beauty and the Beast in Disney was made with Amiga. And all the special effects in Babylon 5 was all Amiga for the first couple seasons. Okay. Was Amiga. So Amiga was... Uh, wasn't really a game system. So there wasn't that many games. So I've never heard of this game. But there's definitely some Amiga games worth playing. Absolutely, yeah. Shadow of the Beast comes to mind. That was I, I don't know if it was a good game. It was kind of a run and punch game yeah. again too. But uh, for its time, the yeah. layered backgrounds blew my mind. Blew yeah. my mind. It was an interesting system. I think it was like a 512k system, which was a lot. Back then. A friend of mine had one, but uh, way too rich for my blood. Yeah. So, but you can emulate them just fine now. Oh yeah. yeah. And people still sell Amiga stuff. In, it's popular in Germany. For some reason, Germany loves Commodore, loves Amiga still. I think that's where they were built. And they are still, to this day, releasing Amiga games. That's amazing. To this day. That's awesome. So you can play uh, on emulators, and they, they, they work okay. Amiga is yeah. more difficult to emulate because it was it had a full like desktop operating system. It looked like a really early version of Windows 3.1. Um, Commodore just was a blinking dot, so it was much easier, like an Apple II. So I prefer Commodore games just because there's more of them and they're easier to, to emulate. Well, I think there's two morals there for all the kids listening. Um, one is um, if you wait long enough, the game that you really want today but can't afford, don't worry. 
Yeah. It'll be ne next to nothing tomorrow. You yes, know, you just got to hold out. But trust me, it'll hold come. Out. You'll buy it one day for 10 bucks and a bundle of 30 other games that you'll want as well. The other moral is um, you shouldn't be listening to this show. Seriously, where are your parents? Yeah. You talk like a sailor. Oh, I remember the one of the biggest games that you can only play in the arcade or the Amiga called Dragon's Lair. Oh. So Dragon's Lair yeah. was a giant, you know, laser I think it was disc. a laser disc. It was a laser disc. In the arcade. Yeah. But it worked on the Amiga and looked just the same. That's awesome. That's, that's how powerful the Amiga was for the time. I have so many, over the years, I've had so many Dragon's Lair games that were not Dragon's Lair. Yeah, I've and, seen them for uh, the, like, the old PC ones. Coming to find out, you know, the game really wasn't all that good to begin with. No, it was a terrible game. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, it was all about timing yep. and hitting the right direction at the right time. But and it was a cartoon, it was and a you cartoon. were kind of controlling it. Don Bluth, former uh, artist for Walt Disney, uh, created that as well as many cartoons growing up, like All Dogs Go to Heaven, Seeger Nim. Okay. I, really know, I know way too much about Don Bluth. Apparently you do. <laughs> so he did Space Ace as well. Space you? Ace. Space Ace, yep. Same yeah. Don Bluth. So, yeah, so I do celebrate those as an interesting time, but I would never go and play them now. I, I, so. Yeah, there was something. I mean, those yeah. are why playthroughs exist, folks. Go to yeah. YouTube, look up whatever your favorite Laserdisc was, watch it, and you scratch that itch and not have to waste your time. Well, if you download, uh, if you get the emulator for Amiga and put... Um, the um, Dragon Age or Space Ace, I believe there's options now, kind of called cheats, and you just say all the correct answers, and then you just watch it like it's a cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I did like when you died in uh, Dra uh, Dragon's Lair, because you would turn in a skeleton and then collapse. There's a lot of games where the death scenes yeah. were fantastic, yeah. So that's a, that's a topic probably for another day, but I, I've got a game in mind that was just great for the death scenes. But anyway, our list that is, uh, I can tell you already, guys, we are 33 minutes in oh, we might to a get list halfway. of 100, so we're going to, yeah, we're going to try to get to 100, but there's absolutely no way we're making it through this list <laughs> in one episode, a bonus or not, so uh, apologies, we just did not know the pacing here. But uh, 84. 84 is Resident Evil 4 on the PlayStation 2, which I'm pretty sure they remastered that. Um, or about ready to remaster. I think they've remastered most of the Resident Evil games. I played Resident Evil 2 on the PS2, actually. Um, quite a lot, actually. I did a few of the things where you would have to kind of play through perfectly in order to get some, I want to say a giant tofu or something as okay. a character. But a uh, giant piece of tofu is what I recall. But uh, I, I played it a bit, and I enjoyed it. It's a... Um, it's one of those games I wish I could cheat because it's everything I hate doing. You had to ration your ammo, and you had to be very conscientious about your health, and you just had to... It was one of those games, the odds of you playing it through the first time successfully were virtually nil. You'd have to kind of know where things were and what was going to happen and how to navigate those yeah, ways. I thought, yeah, I thought I heard that somewhere you had your inventory system, you had to like stack things just right because everything Absolutely. was Absolutely. Yep. And yeah, and you had a storage chest, but it wasn't convenient, and the game... Uh, Resident Evil 2, at least, counted how many times you saved, and that impacted whether or not you got a good end. Oh, boy. So the less saves, the better. And Silent Hill did things like that, It's too. just mean, but uh, I haven't played any of the other Resident Evils. Do you have any experience with the series, sir? I have not played any. I did watch the part of a playthrough of the one that came on VR, of the I, Resident Evil. That I saw that as well, too. It yeah. looks like it scared the hell out of you at times. And they haven't released on PC yet, the VR version. Oh, okay. That's interesting. So, uh, well, we got to keep going, so we'll get to 83 in just a second. All right, so we're on 83, which is near and dear to us, and that is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe on the Switch. Yes. 
And uh, I think we talked about this game already. Um, I think we may have mentioned it. It's a good game on the Switch. And I may have played one other Mario Kart in my life. Um, I, I celebrate the whole series. Well, I'm not sure I enjoyed it as much until um, I can start, you know, punishing you with it. Absolutely. It's just really wrong. Raise the bar. I, yeah, I should be able to whoop your ass, and you just ruined me. Yeah, I think I, I have all the uh, specials now, right? Yeah, I have I the gold even... car and the gold Mario. I haven't even unlocked the gold car. And I'm pretty sure the wallpaper in my game is different now when you start the game. You'll get new cars. Uh, I know what the 5,000 coins thing is. Uh. It's unlocking new vehicles. Okay. But you already have... It's just different skins, basically. You already have a vehicle. Yeah. Um, so. But yeah, highly recommend that. I'd give every Mario Kart game a solid 9. Yeah, it This gets, one's no exception. In my opinion, for Switch games are so... Um, <laughs> I don't know. They're Scrooges when it comes to playing online. Sometimes it works well, sometimes it doesn't. But this game, during the pandemic... Worked online, worked well. Oh yeah, yeah, we played a lot of this online, and yeah. it's, it's a great game. And uh, the only, yeah, the only thing I don't like about it is that you beat me. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting better at it, but you know, there's other tricks that we we can master, you know, that we're not doing. Absolutely, yeah, there's shortcuts and whatnot. But yeah, yeah. good game, and I, you know, I have to say, it's one of the rare times I'll say this too. You do get your money's worth. I think there's yeah. a lot of gameplay in that. Yeah, we've mentioned that Nintendo does have a, a wave with certain games. They definitely do. Yeah, don't wait for it to go on sale, folks. It's not going to happen. Yeah, it might go on sale for like 3 or $4. I've seen it once. It's hard to find. Yeah, it's something. Deku um, Games, I believe, is a website I hit that gives me notices and games I'm watching when they go on sale. Yeah, and you mean so. 3 to $4 off. Yeah, not third. like 50%. Yes. No. Yeah. yeah. But some games, if it's not a, um, a Nintendo-branded game, they can go on larger sales. So even them, I watch them Deku Games. Okay. So I recommend Deku Games if you're looking for sales of uh, both digital and physical copies. Is that D-E-K-U? I think so. I could be wrong, but I think Deku... <laughs> Deku, I think, is right, because I think it's like the Deku tree in some of the Zelda games. So I, I, I guess this is a Deku tree you talk to in Ocarina of Time. Wow, right? that, man, that lore is too deep for me, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's where the term comes from, but it could be way off. Okay. So, all right, we're just completely talking that over our ass, but that's yes. okay. Yes. Um, I like that. I'm really good at that myself, actually. I'm special there. Which brings us to 82, which is Xenosaga 1 through 3 on the PS2. I have never heard of it. I've never played any of them. It looks like an RPG. It looks okay to me, actually, yeah. but I uh, can't say that I've played any of them. Uh, Mirror's Edge is number 81 on the Xbox 360, and um, can't say that I've played it. I have played a demo of this when it was first announced, and I would call this game a parkour simulator. Okay. So it's interesting to play. I don't know if the story is worth anything. So if you can get it for like 3 or $4, it might be worth playing because it's neat because they paint things red where you can tell you're just jumping on top of buildings, the buildings, flipping over bars, and you're just doing like amazing tricks just to get through a level. I got you. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting as that, and it's like a futuristic society, you know, much like we're having now. Um, but I think, it's, it, I think it's good that it's on his list. It the, might be worth playing cheaply. Dystopian, you mean. I, yeah, I hear yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number 80 on the PS3 is a game called Flower, and I um, I, I did what you did. I, I guess I sat out the PS3. I just skipped yeah. that. I would have skipped the uh, PS4, too, if it weren't for Final Fantasy VII. Thank you. They did re-release this game for the PS4 as well, which I played. I believe it was one of the free games, so you weren't on the bandwagon yet. So they gave this game out for free, and I have played it. Um, I don't know if it's worth... It's it's tough. I believe you don't know if it's Journey. worth free. I don't know if it's worth free. No, if, if it's not free anymore, I don't know if it's worth like ten bucks or not. But it, 
you know, maybe you can play my copy one day, because it's a very zen game. You're basically, you play as the wind, <laughs> and you try to bring nature, so it's just a zen game. You can't die in the game, it's just zen. Okay. And Beautiful just music, relaxing. Do your thing. Do your thing. Journey is from the same company. Would you which, say you blow it? You, I did, yeah, yeah, definitely. The game does blow. I'll tell you that right now. But <laughs> uh, I bet you Journey from the same company is going to be higher on the list because that one is worth a purchase. So huh. if that's on the list, we'll see. Yeah, this list is fascinating, right? Well, number 79 is everybody's favorite, Sombra D'Amigo on the Dreamcast. Um, I don't know I, how to Samba. I think that's Spanish for Samba D'Amigo. I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh don't know it um it says it's near and dear to people's hearts and it's a thumpy party hit well you know we're friends so i guess maybe one day we too will samba oh, on the dreamcast and we will be able to provide a review yeah um all right we're gonna move on to number 78 which is steel battalion on the xbox yeah it says it's a mech game never heard of it yeah, oh, by the way, too, before yeah. I forget, uh, I want to give a shout-out to TwoBeardGaming.com. That's where this list is being read from. Uh, yes. And, um, yeah, they seem to have done a great job here, so thank you. Yes, definitely hit their site so they get some paid ads. So, uh, again, yeah, Steel Battalion Xbox looks like a MechWarrior kind of a deal. I've never played it. Yeah, I do like MechWarrior games, but this looks like an early one, so... Yeah, I don't know how good it is. I love the fact that this looks like an early Mech Warrior game to you because I was literally about to say love Mech Warrior on the Super Nintendo. Oh. So like early, Kevin and I do not jive on what early is. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I wasn't alive as early as you. Were. <laughs> I, we existed on this earth the same amount of time. But I haven't been alive the same amount of time, if oh, that makes any sense. That's fantastic. I, I think that's a compliment. I will take that as such, so thank you. Um... <laughs> Number uh, 77, Panzer Dragoon Orta on the Xbox. Um, sounds like a newer game of number 101. Yeah, um, I was going to say, we're, didn't we already have a, have a Panzer Dragoon here? So yeah. somebody out there is celebrating the whole Panzer Dragoon yeah, series here. Give me all your Panzer. Yeah, I'm going to take all of them. Um, so I guess if you've not checked out the Panzer Dragoon series, like uh, Kevin and I, yeah. it might be worth a look-see uh, quickly before you die. Yes, quickly. That's what this list is. Yes, before you die. <laughs> Play Panzer, all of them. Um, Beyond Good and Evil for the GameCube is number 76, and if I'm not mistaken, I believe this is out on other systems, so it does make one wonder why the yeah, GameCube spe uh, specifically, yeah. but I never played uh, any of these games and uh, don't really know much about them. I do know for the next-gen consoles there's going to be a new version of this game. I don't know if it's a sequel or a remake, huh. but that's coming out. And people are excited because this is a cult game. People liked it. What are they going to call it? Beyond Good and Evil? Like... Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, beyond Neutral. Way past neutral good. I don't like know. all that. We're just moving right past yeah. it. So, uh, all right. Well, moving past... The good and evil there, we're going to go to number 75, which is Metroid Prime for the GameCube. And I have to say, um, never played this one. I have never played any Metroids, but I have seen like a lot of mentions of the surprise ending to, I think, one of the first ones. It was the first one. Yeah, the first one where at the end you find out it's a female. Only if you actually beat it twice. And I uh, know this because I'm OG and I entirely beat it twice. Uh, 
Um, so I'm not cool enough to have played it, but at least I know of it. <laughs> um, I have to say um, a couple of things that are weird. Metroid 1 for the Nintendo, uh, mostly for nostalgia, but mad props. I mean, really fantastic game, worth a play, Yeah, I would say. Who knows? It might be higher on the list. And this is weird. 75. I can't believe I'm saying this. The soundtrack. Hmm. And yes, it's a Nintendo game. Yeah. But was phenomenal for its time. And uh, my friend had surround sound in those days, which was unheard of. And this Metroid and surround sound at that age was just creepy, is the best way I can say it. Yeah. But yeah, good game, worth a try. Um, never tried any in the Prime series, but uh, I'm certain they're good games. I, I will, you know... Sight unseen, I will endorse it. I'm sure it's a great game. Yeah, actually, um, this might be weird, but <laughs> the Nintendo... I had NES, but never had any other Nintendo until the um, Nintendo 64. So I didn't have Super Nintendo, I didn't have GameCube. I didn't have uh, GameCube came after 64, oh, so, you just, skip, yeah, so you just skipped... Uh, I got it late, yeah. but I got the GameCube. I, I didn't play it much. Yet. Um, I may... I think I still have a GameCube. Huh. Um... I didn't play it much, though, to be honest with you. Yeah. The control on that one was too weird. And I know that's... I said Nintendo 64 is acceptable. Nintendo 64 has the weirdest controller. It does, but you get used to it. The GameCube, I never got used to. Oh. And fighting games on that make me want to die. Oh. <laughs> I'm just like, give me a controller and I'll whoop your ass. Um, but anyway. Yeah, I'll play that with you sometime. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I'll have a chance. Uh, 74 is Tales of Symphonia for the GameCube. And uh, I'm guessing, yeah, it's an RPG, RPG uh, stunning action RPG. I never played it. It's the fifth version. I'd probably like it. Yeah, I, I played some old RPGs on the um, uh, Sony um, Vita that I've never heard of that are st- are actually fun. Yeah, I'd like them. I'm a good, big fan of the uh, action RPG. Now this I find fascinating too. Soul Calibur, yeah. Um, Number seventy-three, Soul Calibur two, in the GameCube. Which I think a lot of you loved it on the Dreamcast, but it was the first Soul Calibur. I, I see why I had to read actually. Um, the Soul Calibur games, I'm personally a fan. I actually have uh, Soul Calibur Six for the PS4 because yeah. uh, I just bought that when I bought the PS4 because I'm like, yeah, yeah. Soul Calibur. Um, I believe you knocked me off the edge several times in that game. Yep. Soul Calibur Two I had for the PS2 and it was. Fantastic. Soul Calibur actually won for the PS1. I, yeah. To date, I think it's the best-looking game on the PS1. I love that game. Um, I am missing Lei Long in the latest version. Where is he? But That'll be a $30 add-on later on. I would buy it, probably. <laughs> I love Lei Long. But uh, it is weird because, you know, that this they said the GameCube version because I don't know how anybody played on that controller. Yeah. Um, now, they did say, though, that and I know this, there was a gimmick character in all of those games, and the GameCube version had Link. They, uh, do you notice in that uh, description, they, they do complain by controller in that description? Yeah, because... That, we need not to discuss further. Yeah, it's <laughs> just... There, yeah, there's nothing to say. Yes. Yeah, so con- okay, so I get you. I didn't play it, but uh, I do know what it looks like. It's purple. Uh, no, oh yeah, the controller what? is great as long as you didn't want to control your guy in a fighting game. Ah, uh, so but other than that, so we should, we should play some time now. Yeah, chance. Exactly. So, okay, got it. 
Um, I do find it interesting what the systems they're choosing, but number 72 is Nier Automata on the PS4, and I believe you played this on the PC. Uh, I did play on the PC, um, but there really isn't any difference between that and the PS4 version. It's one of those games that it's weird. Um, you know, I don't want to give too much away, but it does take place in the future, and, and basically there's nothing left on Earth but these robots, and all the human race lives in outer space. So this is you trying to take it, take it all back. So the weird part of the, about this game is that I forget if it's three or four times you have to replay the entire game wow. from a different perspective to get the ending. And I did it. I'll probably never do it again. It's one of the games you only play once, but I don't regret playing it because there's no other right. game like it. All right, so you would recommend this game? I would recommend playing it once. All right. Um, interesting fighting as well as games where you can flip all over the place. You have a little robot shoot helps you shoot lasers and special bonuses, but yeah, you're and you see the numbers shoot up. You're taking 50 hit points out oh, of the person. Absolutely yeah. love that. Yeah, love gigantic numbers and lasers. What's not to like? And you fight creatures that are towers, giant towers. Oh yeah, that's even oh, better. Yeah, so big monsters, thing. giant numbers, and lasers. Yeah, so and the graphics hold up. Pretty I mean, much it's sold. A newer game. Yeah, so it's worth playing. It's not the first near game. I've never played the earlier one. I think there's an older one, but I, this is like their masterpiece. Huh. So yeah, worth playing. Weird as hell, but worth playing. Interesting. As my buddy Steven, who uh, told me about it, that got me in the, into the game. Now this is interesting. Number 71 is the Street Fighter Anniversary Collection on the <laughs> PS2. And uh, it included Hyper Street Fighter 2 and Street Fighter 3rd Strike. So uh, I'm a huge fan of the uh, Street Fighter series. Um, in part because of Street Fighter 2, when I encountered that, I never seen anything like that where you mean the whole the only thing i need to do here is beat the shit out of my friend over there yeah wow count me in yes it's it's uh you know an ingredients for a fun evening it is and uh to this day i have to say uh the latest in the series which uh once again i have to say bought the uh ps4 just bought it outright was uh street fighter 5 champion edition um it is it's beautiful. It, it's just absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Um, I haven't played it quite enough, um, and I have only really stuck to the main characters, but I can still work can with yeah. your butt. I mean, it's fantastic. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm, I'm pretty much a beginner bot when you play me. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know so much it's any fun for you, but I do enjoy fighting games, but the Street Fighters and the Mortal Kombats will always have a special place in my heart. Oh, now, something that I believe you played, but uh, number 70 is Uncharted 2 Among Thieves on the PS3. Uh, which is considered the best of all the Uncharted games. Okay. Um, I do prefer the latest one, Uncharted 4, uh, because I just like the way it makes you feel when you play. You just, like, these are your old characters, the story's wrapping up, and I just like that whole, like, melancholy feel you get in the game. All right. But Uncharted 2 is one of those... Uh, Story tropes where they start in the middle of the story. There's a term for it. I, I think I knew it back then. But it starts in the middle of the story, and you can see right in that screenshot, you're pretty much bleeding on a train. Is That's it how Merkin? the game starts. What's that? Is it Merkin? Merkin? It's not no. Merkin. Okay. I know Merkin. Um, but, yeah, there's definitely no Merkins in this game. Uh, but, yeah, if it did, I would point it out. <laughs> 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 but that's what makes this game good, because uh, somehow Naughty Dog, during their prime, they basically made playable movies, but it felt like an action flick. You're Indiana Jones, you're on these train rides, jumping from car to car, there's amazing set pieces, 
and they just make it exciting. You're playing an action flick. Yeah, that's and you, neat. But you're controlling all the action. And this game, since it starts, uh, you bleeding on a train, opening scene, you're like, oh yeah, this is going to be better than the first game, and it was. That's great. It, so it's worth playing. They sell um, a remastered version of all three in one disc. I can have it. You can borrow it. I believe I already have it, because oh, I believe oh, it free. was for free on the PS uh, Plus membership. It's worth playing every <laughs> single Uncharted game they make. Uh, by, if you, I, don't get me wrong, I love The Last of Us, but I'm more fun playing these Uncharted games. Okay. They're just fun games. Well, yeah, I've got them now, so I don't have them installed, but it's something to check out, so it is on my ever-growing list, and uh, you know me, I'm going to do an order, because that's how I roll. I would, too. They're worth doing an order, but Uncharted 2 is worth getting to. Uncharted 3 was, had some things better. Uncharted 4, just amazing to play, because it's like... A beautiful game. You, you just can't get enough of just those games. They added photo mode for those games where you can pause the game to take pictures because it's yeah. so pretty. Yeah, I've noticed actually some of the Need for Speed games have that too. Yeah. Where you can take pictures of just your car at a certain spot because yeah. it. Looks they know neat. it's a pretty game when you get up a photo mode. Yep. So Uncharted 2, agree. I think it should be higher. This bonus episode is insane, folks. Yes. So I'll tell you what, I'm calling it right now. Not the list. We're gonna go to number 60, but that's what I'm calling. So we're at 70 now, we're going to go to 60, and then we're going to call this episode. Okay. But uh, I'm really loving this, and I hope you guys out there are too, because uh, this is just inspiring Kevin and I to learn all sorts of things about each other. Yes. And, uh, you know, as we get down on the list, this should just keep getting better, because uh, I, I think we're going to get more hits on games that we've played and we know. Yes, not these obscure, some of these obscure JRPGs. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, number 69, I presume everyone's played, but it's Super Mario Brothers 3 and on yes, the I NES. Yes. Um, you know, what's there to say? And it's, it's free on the Switch if you get the uh, online... Uh, paid online. Oh, okay. So you can play this game. The uh, Mario Brothers games, the Super Mario Brothers games, absolutely, I mean, it's just fantastic. I mean, a large part of that is nostalgia, obviously. Yeah. Um, I believe, isn't Super Mario 3 the one where the sun suddenly gets mad at you and wants to kill you on a certain level? He throws a uh, little, uh, I know the sun level has the little dude that the guy that rides around in the cloud and throws spiky dudes at you. Oh, that one too. But, but I uh, never completed the game because there was a certain level where I just can't, can't get by. Oh, okay. I have definitely beaten Super Mario 3, but it's been so many years I can't really remember it. Um, I liked the first three, though. I liked Super Mario Brothers because yeah. nostalgia, you know? Yeah. Um, Super Mario 2 was weird as could be, and I I know why people didn't like it. I completely get it. I particularly I happen to enjoy the game. Uh, and Super Mario Bros. 3 I enjoyed as well. If you like that game, I recommend Gaia Sisters, which came out on the Commodore 64 when Super Mario Bros. came out. And they wouldn't let them put Super Mario Bros. on the Commodore 64, so somebody made a Just Bob Shot for Shot remake using its uh, brothers, sisters. That's fantastic. Yeah, the game is actually well done. Oh, that's the levels great. are identical, but it's Mario Bros. Yeah. And, and, and you just, got the feel. Yep. And the feel, because they don't use the same art direction. But it's the same game. It's creepy. Oh, that's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. I like that. Well, I think you just mentioned this, and this is weird because I do actually have this, but number 68 is Journey. Journey. I highly recommend it. I played it. Uh, Mickles hates history. this game. What's that? Mickles hates this game. Why she hate this game? Because it's named Journey, and she's just not a fan of Journey. I don't know. She oh. grew up in the 80s. There were some just, other games called Journey. Journey was huge, yeah. and uh, she just didn't like Journey. Yeah, there was a point-and-click game called Journey that I liked. Okay, wow. The longest journey, actually. Is this the journey game you were thinking of? Yes, this is the journey game that was on the PlayStation. Um, I actually have this game. You can't get it on the PC. There's this no PC version of this. This game was free, I believe, oh, I on see. the PlayStation. Yeah, it's worth playing because the game 
is it's a game from the same people did Flower, but this game you're just going forward, and you can unlock a few things and fly around and. I don't want to give much away, but eventually when you start playing it, other real humans start get, coming into the game, and they help you. So it's it, it's just a game that you just feel good when you go through it. Nice. And you, once you get really good at it and get all the powers, you want to go through it again to help, to other, help people. other people. Yeah. So it's a very uplifting game. That's fascinating. I highly so recommend it. Not a long game. You can probably knock it out in an hour. Journey. Wow. Yeah, it's not a long game. But you can knock it out in an hour, but you end up playing for five, six hours. Interesting. Okay, so hours. Journey. Journey, folks. You know what? We're going to add that to my list. Um, it's a beautiful music, beautiful melancholy, and I just, I don't know why. There's a theme. I do yeah, like I'm sensing a theme here, yeah. I do so, like uh, All right. And you can't die. There's no death in the game. It's it's a journey. It's a journey, <laughs> it's all a journey. right. Well, sometimes well it is not well about done. the destination. Well, number yep. 67 is something I believe you played and oh. I've, I'm aware of. I I still have it. I've played it like once, but it's not my jam. And that oh. would be Rock Band 2 on yes. the PS3. My wife loves this game. Really? Loves it. She Every now and then goes, can we start playing Rock Band 2 again? Oh, that's she awesome. She loves it. Because, and this is the weirdest part. She's not good at any of the instruments. Not at all. Um, she likes the drums. Not good at it because she can play the drums, but it includes a pedal. You need to use the pedal to get a good score. Yeah. So I have the whole kit in my basement now, and I've probably just got to replace the batteries and plug, plug my Xbox 360 because I have the Xbox 360 version of this game, and it came with a microphone. Yeah. So Charlize always gets high scores singing Journey songs. Oh, that's fantastic. They don't sound like the real thing, but. <laughs> oh my God! I don't. I shudder to think what it would sound like on any of them. <laughs> but it's really about pitch, not about sounding like it. So it gauges your pitch, okay. and you get a high score on the pitch. And I personally, the Guitar Hero, this guitar are very similar, but the drums is what makes that game fun. It's the, there's something about playing the correct rhythm to a song, and it just. And I got extra cymbals. I, my mother-in-law gave me extra cymbals for it too. So I have like two drum pads, two cymbals, the pedal, and you're just. Wow, you got playing. like a Grateful Dead setup going on with all the drum drum sets. It's awesome, and I was good at it. I was good at it, and I don't have normal rhythm in my life to, at all. But somehow I could play the rock band. But I think it's a visual cues that I could just play the correct rhythm and hit the pedal at the right times. Well, you should uh, hook that up again and uh, play rock band too with your wife. I should. She really does love that game. Well, here's a game that actually um, you have and I don't, but uh, that would be Zelda Breath of the Wild for the Switch. I love the game. It is a fun game. It's a long game. I haven't finished it it's yet. It's got great reviews. It's it's cool. There's some things in the game I don't like. I don't like the fact that your weapons deteriorate. You know, you can only use them a few times and they blow up, so you got to make sure you have a full stock of weapons. Oh, that's annoying, yeah. Yeah, so there's a couple annoying things, but I, I don't... But that part never lowers people's reviews of the game because they make up for all those kind of shortcomings and just... Great game, open world. It's considered one of the best Zelda games ever made. That's awesome. So, I do like it. I may get that eventually. I'm waiting for it to go on sale. Uh, this game might not go on sale. It's ever. never going. It's never <laughs> yeah. going on sale. That, that was a yeah. joke. Yeah, no, this, that was a joke. That's what they call a system seller. I will. I will get that eventually. It's just yeah, jerks. Yeah, jerks. That's yeah, all I can say. Full price for that. There's actually some other Zelda game too. Uh, something about uh, Hyrule, something. Yeah, there's a new. They um, released another one after this. I haven't seen. Much that I, I don't think it's this type of game though. I think it's more of like a fighting game, but it, it's struck my fancy. 
We'll see. And oh, this is great. We talked, spoke about this briefly the other day. So I've not played this, but I believe you've played at least one of these. And these are, uh, it's a LucasArts game. It's Monkey Island 1 and 2 for the PC. Yeah, when they did something special, LucasArts, when they started making point and clicks. And this game in particular, you had to win the game in one section when you battle. So for the most part, you play the game. But there's yeah. battle sequences where you have to hurl insults at people. That's fantastic. That's literally all it is, hurl insults, and you got to learn what the proper response is to when the insults come back at you. Yeah, so you got to learn how to cut it, yeah. So it's just silly. Absolutely silly. Guybrush Streepwood, I'll never forget that name. (laughs) He's the pirate wannabe, and they're just fun games. And they've made these in many different uh, re-releases. They got them on Xbox, and I bet you they're on the Switch, too. The point-and-click games in general from LucasArts were, um, one, they were beautiful for their time. Yes. I know you look at them now and you're like, wow, these graphics suck. But for their time, they were amazing. And uh, they're just good games. Well, they had a philosophy, and I, this is what got me into them when I was younger. Their philosophy is like, our games are about exploration. Because at the time, before, right before they started making their games, it was like Space Quest and yeah. King's Quest. The Sierra. And, and basically, you make one run room, you got to start the game over. Yeah. So they didn't believe in that. They're yeah. like, no, 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 you, you don't die in these games. You just keep moving forward. So that was their philosophy difference. They wanted to make them different than Sierra. And thank God, yeah, Sierra was brutal. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong, played a lot of those games, and we'll have to talk about them one day because yes. that's probably a conversation by itself. But uh, And props to uh, the Williams there, Roberta Williams Ber- and, uh, Roberta? Yeah, Roberta. and Mr. Roberta Williams. Yeah, Mr. Roberta Williams. <laughs> I was thinking it was Roberta or Rebecca, but yeah, Roberta. She made a whole bunch um, of games. Yeah, weird just, games too. yeah, with her husband there, and yeah. I'm just being a jerk because, yeah. seriously, who remembers his name? Yeah, yeah, but, uh, the husband. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he has no name. Mr. Roberta Williams. <laughs> so I do recommend, and I do also recommend all the newer Monkey Island games as well because there's a bunch of newer ones. As well. Oh, they go beyond one and two. Oh, yeah. this Then they started going... Um, more 3D, like Grim Fandango. Okay. And so, actually, the one, I think one after that was kind of like a artwork, like cell shading, so it looked like a cartoon. That's me, So yeah. it, was, it was, it holds up because of the shading. It doesn't... Still know, LucasArts? Still Is LucasArts. Still always in LucasArts. And yeah. there's actually newer ones. You can go to Steam, and there's ones that came out just not that many years ago. Huh. Interesting. Well, yeah, those are definitely good times. Good, uh, good I, games. Yeah, have fun. Good way to waste time. Um, well, here's something I've not played. Uh, Pokemon Yellow for the Game Boy. Yeah, for the I, Game Boy. Yeah, I'm, and I hear there people love them, and I just, I'm not born at the right time, and I just don't get it. Yeah, I'm too old. I, that's I what it boils down to. Yeah, and I think if I played it, it would ruin the game for all the younger people. I think that's the rules. <laughs> you can't have old people playing this game. Yeah, I, like, it's no. not my thing. I, I just don't, yeah, I don't know anything about these Pokemon. But so, uh, I have a lot of coworkers into it. They oh, try yeah. to catch them as well with some app on their phones. Uh, catch them, yeah, you gotta catch them. Is gotta catch them all. I think it is. I catch them all. Um, yeah, rock on with your bad self, but not my thing. Um, number sixty-three. I can't believe this is so high in this chart, but that would be Final Fantasy VII for the PS One, and uh, yeah, Final Fantasy VII is just near and dear to my heart. It is special. And I've only played this one, and it was only because of you. And, because and I didn't mislead you, did I? It was a good game, wasn't you know, it? I was trying to figure out why Final Fantasy has never had a final game. Yeah. So Yeah, they've they got, got their own Valve thing going on yeah. there. Yeah. They, they just... <laughs> no, seriously, it's final this time. Yes, it's final. I forget what the version I first one I played. I forget if it was on the PC. Maybe it was the PC version. I don't know the first Final Fantasy I played. It was... Yeah. 
called Final Fantasy. Oh, Final Fantasy, yeah. <laughs> it was on the NES. <laughs> yeah, so I think I played the uh, converted version over that they put on the PC a few years ago. And, uh, yeah, good game. Uh, the material system in that was fantastic. One of my major complaints about uh, the um, remake is they broke their own rules. Everyone oh. knows when you max out a materia, you were supposed to get a level one version of that materia. Oh. And that does not happen in the remake, and that's a big mistake. So, moving right along, guys. Number 62 is Street Fighter 2 again. Turbo Hyper Fighting. I agree. Uh, I just agree, actually. Um, it, you know, when Street Fighter came out, uh, they sometime after came out with Champion Edition, which added the four bosses. Which was nice, you know. We got to see, which uh, I find fascinating. If anybody is a Street Fighter nerd, look up the four bosses' names because they're actually it's it's a fun little story. But what we know them as in the U.S. is not what the rest of the world knows them as. And the reason being is there's a fighter that we know as Balrog, and his name was supposed to be M. Bison, which was a play on Mike Tyson, because he's kind of the boxer type, and he kind of looked like Mike Tyson in the early versions. Um, There's height of popularity. So the last four guys, their names are all different depending on where you are, but what the U.S. knows as Balrog, Vega, um, well, Saget Saget, and uh, M. Bison is different depending on where you're from. But Turbo uh, Fighter uh, basically added different speed uh, if you wanted it, you yeah. could set different levels for the speed of the game. And uh, it did definitely impact gameplay. It made it interesting. Can you make it slower? You could basically, what you could do to make it slower is you play at the really high speed, you play a couple matches there, and then you go to the slower setting, and it felt like you just put oh. it in slow motion. I like that. So, all right, two more for tonight, and that would be number 61 is the first Red Dead Redemption on the PS3. And I'll be honest, do you know if they came out with that on the uh, PC, the first one? Uh, no, never released that one on PC. I didn't think People so. People complain, or still complain to this day, that it's, never been, it's only on consoles. Well, the reason I asked is I was thinking of buying it for the PC. Yeah, no PC. Um, because I would like playing games in order. Well, there was actually a game before this. I believe it's called Red Dead Revolver. There's actually a game. Yeah, so oh wow! The, yeah, so the game that didn't I realize they yeah. could go that far back. Yeah, so there. It's, so this is like the second or third. Uh, I could be wrong, but there's definitely a version before this. Uh, did you play this for the? Uh... I did play it on the Xbox 360, not on the PS3. They mentioned. And All right. I played about halfway, and I got distracted. But since then, I've watched playthroughs, and it's one of those games that's like, yeah, I should have played it to the end because the end is one of those. They did a great job. Okay. Bravo, Rockstar. And it's Rockstar. I was going to say, yeah. Rockstar, you really are. You're, you're aptly named. I used a joke. I said, there's a Grand Theft Auto in the middle, in the Wild West. So that's yeah. basically what okay. it is. It plays exactly the same. That's sweet. So, so I you get a horse, you run over people. <laughs> I was going to say, I'd grab a horse and carriage and <laughs> just start running run over, over people. people. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's it's a good game. Don't be wrong, it's a really good game. But unfortunately, you have to play the newest one, which is similar and a lot of things are better in the new game. Well, sure. But there's a good story to the original one. Yeah, I mean, uh, I like I can say with the um, GTA series that like GTA 3 still holds its own to me. Like it, I know the graphics are super dated, but it's not a bad game. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it, it's funny. 
Well, we're going to end tonight on one that I kind of find funny that we're ending <laughs> yes. on, but number 60 is none other than The Last of Us for the PS3. Yes, and, and you can only play on the PS3. And um, I believe you gave that a 10. I give it a 10. I still stand by that. Um, I believe if you play this game enough, you'll forget there's a second one. Uh, <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> don't get me wrong. The second one is still worth playing. But this game, they had everything going right for them. This game was so good, they remastered it for the PlayStation 4, and when it came up for the PlayStation 4, Angry Joe said, this is the best game for the PlayStation 4. Wow. <laughs> uh, it's such a melancholy game. Um, it's, a, you know, it's a quest you know, where you have a companion that is one of the non-annoying companions where they can't die. There are some bugs where, you know... Ellie, the girl next to you, she would be like, yeah, there's no way they, they see you, but the game doesn't acknowledge that she's out of hiding. Yeah. So I'm like, so there's some game-breaking moments that kind of take you out of it a little bit, but the game is like, everything they could have done right in the game, they did right for the end of PlayStation 3 for what they had. And the remastered version is a must-play. I got it. You got it. It's, I got it. It's it's well done, and there's not many games like it. Basically, it's like Uncharted, but very serious very sad. It tugs at you. I watch playthroughs, and I've seen grown men cry in the game. I, I find it disturbing <laughs> that you play dramas. Yeah. Yeah, it's a drama. It's a drama, and it gets me in the feels. I don't cry anymore, but I think the first time I played it, I'm like, oh, I can't believe that. Perfect For the you record, know? there's nothing wrong with crying, but he's right. I really don't. Yeah, you, no, you don't. <laughs> but, uh, no, the game, I can't say more enough good things about it. Uh, the gameplay is right. The craft is, crafting system was correct. Um, the way they dole, slowly doled out the weapons to you and made sure, especially if you're playing the harder levels, bullets were precious in the game. So it just you just can't go half cocked in the battles; you'll die. Yeah. You know, but but they have a really good, um, you know, they saved the quick save, automatic saves. Yeah. Were very reasonable spots. You didn't have to replay giant sections; just a few like seconds really. Sure. So it's so you can get through the game. You could get through the game in one day if you really spent like 12 hours, 15 hours playing it. This but... is me. I'll be lost in the corner for like a week. Well, they, they're really good about um, – the game is very linear. They're, you can not you can explore a map, but it's not that big. Oh, good. So you, you can't get too lost. I'll find a way. Oh, eventually the game goes, press up L3 for a hint, and it just points you the direction you need to go. Nice. This way, you idiot. <laughs> yes, yeah. basically they do that, but they do a pretty good job. That's good. Of painting the yellow paint to put in the games where this is where you need to climb, you know. I'll be uh, I'll be pressing L3 a lot, and they'll be like, no, seriously, I meant it last time. Go the other way. The other way. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this is one of the games there where I think you should play it, and if you do, and you play the second game, you'll hate the second game at first. You'll probably understand what they were trying to do, like I did. And because you like when people try experimental things, but it's you can tell the pacing and everything is not, they just had all cylinders for this game. You, the it reason I haven't started this one yet is, and I don't know what my next one is going to be, but um, right now it's probably between these three on the PS4, and that would be Horizon Zero Dawn, Spider-Man, or Last of Us. Um, I would put Horizon Zero Dawn and Last of Us higher than Spider-Man. Not that Spider-Man isn't a great game. It is, but it's a game where you could just skip over the story. The story doesn't matter. Well, just... Those games are commitments to me. Yeah. Like I have to get into them, and once I'm into them, I'm going to want to play them, and pretty much just them, until I you know, either completely lose interest or beat the game. Uh, yeah, that game is it's not... I wouldn't say Spider-Man's a difficult game, so I think you can get through it pretty easily. Um, 
There, there was a section in the game I got a little overconfident in that one as well. Nice. That's fantastic. <laughs> um, but I, Doc I, Ock in the game, great villain. Great villain. I will let you know the next video game that makes me cry. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it might be Final Fantasy VII when we make the next one. Yeah, when they come out in three years. Yeah, well, one, that, that's going to make me cry right yeah. now. Actually, it could yeah. be pretty much any Nintendo game. Yeah. Watch me when I buy my next uh, AAA Nintendo game. Yeah. I'll shed a tear or two. Yeah, especially the cost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll cry a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it cost me $8 for that golf game account. What, and was it 1996? Yeah, that, that's. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know I'm cheap, but that is ridiculous, though. Yeah. I'm telling you, they should be 5 bucks a piece and then, uh, you know, a bundle. Get uh, you know, get six for twenty. I don't know, but anyway, we have rambled on. And uh, guys, this was a bonus episode, but we are gonna we're not gonna make you wait till uh, next uh, Friday, I guess. It would be is when our episodes are coming out. Uh, we're gonna try and get something going um, before then and finish out this list here because um, well, I like where this is going. So I hope you guys do as well. And uh, before we wrap, Kevin, how can they contact us? Uh, you can contact us at uh, toot at tootcast.net or our website at tootcast.net. And if you listen to any of our um, you know, podcasts on the slash listen page, uh, please uh, leave a comment if you wouldn't mind. Uh, that would definitely help us out and support us. Uh, I also would like to give a shout-out to another podcast while we're here. I would like to give a shout-out to Podcasts of the Planet of the Apes. Uh, that was a it's a pretty good podcast um very professional sounds nice. way better than us but um <laughs> yeah it's worth a listen even if you're not a giant fan of um the play of the apes so and, and if you guys ever hear this i am a red dwarf fan that's fantastic well um that is great any other shout outs before we uh wrap this one up i'm sorry i skipped that section again i strayed from our notes uh again i'd like to give a shout out to twobeardgaming.com uh, for supplying this list to us. Yeah, this list is good fodder, and it's really, uh, like I said, it's sparking a lot of good conversations. So I hope everyone out there is enjoying. And, uh, you know, again, stay tuned. We're not going to make you wait a full week to uh, hear where we go with this list. We're just going to keep the conversations going, and we really hope you join us, and we uh, hope you like what we're doing so far and uh, want to hear from you. So let us know what you think. And that's the one other thing. All right, good night.